You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. You are very welcome back to the show. Now it is that time of the week when we dig into some of the recent medical headlines with the help of our friends. He's a friend. He's he a sure friend of is. Dr. Chris Luke <laughs> is in the hot seat today and our first headline deals with something that lots of people are talking about, Chris, and that's the diet drug Ozempic. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all the rage at the moment. I mean, literally, it is one of the most fashionable drugs. And there was a, a piece in the, in the press recently mm. about uh, the downsides of Ozempic, which are very, very important to highlight because it is all over Hollywood. Uh, wherever there are, there are celebrity news, there's talk of people secretly or quietly taking Ozempic and having this mysterious weight loss, which they're attributing to just a better lifestyle. And people are saying, you're kidding me. Like yeah. Amy Schumer was, was, was calling out people She has been in, in very Hollywood. vocal on yeah, it. Yeah, uh, about, you know, you're, stop, you're, you're basically lying, guys. You're, you're, you know, it's not a regime, which it should be, an exercise in life. Uh, you're, you're doing it chemically with these drugs like Ozempic or Wagovi, which are drug... Uh, physiological chemicals like semaglutide, which are injections, now they're, they're, they mimic natural hormones, and it's called a GLP-1 RA. In a nutshell, it's a glucagon-like peptide 1 receptor agonist. Long, you know, long story short, it's a, it's a natural hormone produced by the body after you've eaten food. Mm-hmm. And it, it produces a sense of satiety, in other words, that you're full. Mm-hmm. And it also slows the emptying of the stomach. So in, in both mentally and physically, you feel full. Full, so you tend to stop eating. Mm-hmm. And that, that, those effects are what make people lose weight. They actually feel full, and as a result, they eat less. This, it, yeah. this is, there, is there any good in it, though, doctor, is there? Because we're hearing, the, we're hearing about the downsides here as well. Now, in a nutshell, yeah. it should be prescribed okay. medically. It should be given for medical reasons, and the main medical reason at the moment is for diabetes, mm-hmm. type 2. Now, there's a lot of diabetes. There's, uh, 90% of the diabetes-ish in this country is type 2, mm-hmm. which is basically where people pile on the weight or they have a, an in, innate resistance mm-hmm. to the natural insulin. Now, insulin is what drives the sugar down, mm-hmm. and glucagon is another hormone which drives the, the, the sugar up in the bloodstream, and the, 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 the Wagovi or the Ozempic you know, fight those, those natural uh, drives to elevate the sugar. Because when the sugar gets too high, you have all sorts of medical complications, like damage to the, to the retina, to the eyes, to the blood vessels, to the brain, and, and on and on and on. And obesity, per se, which is one of the great drivers... Uh, of type 2 diabetes is also uh, a major issue in terms of cancer, sleep apnea, mm-hmm. blood pressure and so on and so forth. And how are people getting their, their hands on this if it has to well, be Well, they're buying it online. There, there's all sorts of fake uh, products. There are fake versions of it uh, which are being seized by the, by the revenue in Ireland. And of course a lot of people who are very wealthy are getting hold of it. So the actual supply for people who might need it medically is dwindling and is, is in short supply. Just before we move on to the next story, Dr. Chris, do you get worried when you hear about drugs becoming fashionable? Yeah, hugely. Hugely. Because there's an old idea of a pill for every ill. Mm -hmm. Human beings are devils for looking for a quick fix Mm -hmm. for everything. Now, they always have been. And since since Adam and Eve, we've been looking for plants and beans and seeds and leaves that fix. And now we're looking for chemicals and powders and pills. Uh, So we're always inclined to look for a quick fix. And that, of course, often leads to disastrous results. And, of course, the side effects of of Ozempic are not to be be, uh, derided. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get this Ozempic 
big face where you get a really asymmetric loss of, of fat and it, it can look terrible. Uh, you can have severe nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, constipation, and, and so on, even things like pancreatitis. So like every medication, it's not to be taken without guidance and it has all sorts of side effects. And where can people go for healthy weight loss? Well, basically, they need to start with the GP mm-hmm. because you need to make sure there's no medical issues that what might be exacerbated by you know, these medications. Uh, and then try natural exercise, uh, you know, more energy out, less mm-hmm. energy in. Start with the basics. Start, Start with, with the basics. basics. No, and if, you, if you've been affected by any of the issues we've been chatting about here, if you go to bodywise.ie, there is some great information there, Dr. Chris. Yeah. Now, thankfully, Dr. Chris, we are out the other side of the pandemic, but we are still hearing of the effect that it's had on people, primarily the effect on children. Yeah, there's a fascinating project, Kira, uh, uh, called the Growing Up in Ireland project, which has been running, run uh, in, in the Republic by uh, a collective of sociologists, for example, Professor uh, Ross McMillan in the University of Limerick, which is looking at the, the development, the, the, the growing up, of children in, in Ireland, for example, 2015 and then more recently 2022. And one of the more recent uh, things that they've been studying is the impact on children's mental health mm. of the pandemic. Yeah. That's something we've heard a lot about really o- over, over the, the last couple of years as we've recovered from the pandemic. And I suppose their conclusion was that the effects on children's mental health was as diverse as the population. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, in a sense, sadly, uh, Children who were, uh, who, who live in, you know, w- well-appointed, comfortable homes with loving parents and all that sort of stuff, and technology mm-hmm. uh, did perfectly well, it seems. And of course, conversely, children who didn't have the technology for remote learning, for example, or children who, for example, were being bullied at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a kind of, I suppose, a paradoxical effect because the thing that we're most worried about at the moment in terms of the politics and the economy uh, after the pandemic is the effect on children's education. And globally, there have been, uh, you know, uh, there's been data to suggest that there's been a very significantly negative effect on children's learning for that particular cohort during the, the two or three years of the pandemic. And what advice would you have for parents watching this evening, Dr. Chris? Well, I suppose if you're really worried about your your children and the, the negative effect. Again, again, I, I, I don't want to sound trite, but the first protocol, I, I suspect, should always be the general practitioner mm-hmm. because they are at the centre of an ecosystem of counsellors mm-hmm. and even psychologists uh, and, and psychiatrists if things get very, very serious. But there are many, many good websites uh, online and I would particularly start with the, the, the HSE, HSE and following that, the, the NHS website, Patient Choices. Now, Dr. Chris, we often hear of the benefits of vitamin D, uh, particularly when you're a new parent starting out, you're told, make sure you're getting your vitamin D into your babies and your kids. And we know the importance of it as adults now. And there's new guidelines coming out on this uh, as to when we should be taking it on till during the year. Well, you know, uh, vitamin D has been a subject of of controversy and debate since I was a medical student in the 1970s. There's just been this uncertainty. And until quite recently, the HSC has been advising people in a sort of vague sense to make sure you have your vitamin D. But in fact, uh, in the last little while, the uh, Food Safety Authority of Ireland have recommended much more strongly with the support of the HSE, based on some recent Irish studies, that we actually recommend a particular dose of vitamin D supplement uh, for children and for adults and up as far as St. Patrick's Day, which is, I think, a very nice way of reminding us. So we all need to be taking vitamin D, uh, basically 5 to 10 uh, micrograms for children and 10 to 15 micrograms 
programs for, for out of these are on these are on all the websites yeah. and your pharmacist will tell you this so first port of call again is the pharmacist for for su- things like supplementation but the bottom line is the irish tend to be very short uh, or deprived or deficient in in vitamin d mm-hmm. during the winter months for obvious reasons because most vitamin d comes from sunlight mm-hmm. or from oily fish we don't eat as much fish as we should yeah. uh, you also get it in meat and certain dark leafed uh, vegetables because even when you chat about the sun doctor because lots of people would say hang on a second here now we need factor 50 on us yeah. all year round exactly. and so if you're putting yeah. factor 50 on the vitamin d isn't yeah. getting through yeah it's a little bit like the drink debate you know uh, trying to exclude all sunshine yeah. may be ext- extreme in itself so we need a certain amount of sunshine i, I can't remember the exact figures mm-hmm. but certainly a half an hour a day in the sunshine uh, you know uh, something along those lines before you apply the the, the, the spf now the dermatologist might give me you know give me a hard time for that yeah. but we need a certain amount of sunshine and the bottom line is the population tends to be deficient so i think we should tend to take mm-hmm. supplements until paddy Day. And because it's a fat-soluble vitamin, should we stop taking it then after that? Uh, well, I mean, there are those who suggest we take it all year round, but I think we should just stick to the, the, the strong, stronger recommendations uh, and, you know, review the, the situation after Paddy's Day. Okay. Now, there's a great story today about a 79-year-old and the benefits of exercising, being physically active and being flexible. Yeah, I, lo- I love this story. It's all to shame. Yeah. yeah, I love this story. This is about a lady called Bernie O'Brien from Fox Rock, which is my part of the, of the world where I grew up. And she is a lady, a 79-year-old lady, um, who uh, was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and uh, had has a cardiac valve problem and had a hip replacement. And gradually, she lost her confidence and she lost her physical, basically, well-being uh, and found herself being a bit isolated. But she was uh, re- referred to what's called the, the uh, I think it's the X-Well Clinic, mm-hmm. which is um, a, a clinic run by Dr. Noel McCaffrey, who, uh, and it's a not-for-profit social program that offers medically exercise programs to people suffering from a lot, a lot of long-term uh, illnesses, you know, chronic diseases. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is about 85% of people who are over 65 have these chronic illnesses. Yeah. So she went to these clinics and between the jigs and the reels, she had a great company, great camaraderie. She started she back to dancing, back to running. Mm-hmm. Wow. She great hadn't God. run for about 30 79. years. That's the way to go. Uh, and yes. she also was able to get the bus uh, for the first time in years from Fox Rock back to, down to the hairdresser in Dunleary. So there's, all sorts, a myriad of benefits. There's plenty of time for us yet, Dr. Yeah, Chris. There is indeed. Chris, thank you very my much. Pleasure, Always pleasure. great to have you on the show. Now, if you've been affected by any of the things we've been chatting about there, you can go to rt.ie forward slash support. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or if you missed the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.